At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So Haller, how was uh did you did you have a big Easter weekend? You know, it's still going. It's still going. All right. Yep, it's still I, going. I gotta tell you, I'm I'm proud of myself. I um I mean, I went to two church services this morning and um man, I was beat. You know, the sunrise one and then the regular one. And so anyway, I come back and eat. And I, I mean I had to take a nap. Cause I, you know, I knew I had to drive. We had to take, take Izzy somewhere. And uh, I got called up for some cake and you know what? I passed on the cake. I just said, you know what? I'll, I'll eat it later. You know, because I got, I'm getting of an age where I got to the point and I'm just like, I, what's, I can't do it. I could do it, but what's the point in doing it? You quitter. I'm I know right now because I've ate so much and I just keep eating. <laughs> what they used to say, uh, bite the hair of the dog that fed you a bit or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't know what they used to say. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you kept going and I just quit. So, yes. I'm going to eat some more here in a little bit too. Well, I'm no, listen, I'm going to eat that cake at some point, but I figured I would do it when I felt a little bit more, uh, at ease <laughs> that I felt like it wasn't going to be such a struggle. Um, we had some lamb today and, uh, Christie's dad makes real, lamb. Makes real, real lamb. And, um, man, it was good when you get that lamb, And I don't know if our listeners out there get to eat lamb, but, uh, here in the middle of, uh, North central Ohio, we have some fairs that make some good lamb sandwiches in the summer. And, uh, 
her dad always gets a lamb and and uh, cooks it for some of our uh, um, celebrations. And today's was extra good. I can't even uh, can't deny it. It was extra good. Sometimes you can get lamb; it tastes like the barn. That's not well. Good. It's That's got to do some, so, it's some where they how they cut it or kill it, right? Well, I think it's uh, I think one of the big factors is the age of the lamb itself. I think you can um, the older it gets, the gamier I guess is the better. You know, then it turns into mutton. So I think there's a fine line there. Right. Um, but, well, that uh, makes sense because yeah, the the sheriff's office I started working at years ago, they had a barbecue and they, but uh, anyway, they they had a thing called they called it the mutton cutting. And when the old guy that ran because <laughs> the cause they, yeah, because they did a bunch of um, they did a bunch of uh, lamb, and then when he died, they they quit serving it, and then it was just pork and beef, chicken and chicken and pork. Because nobody liked the mutton. They or said there was a way you had to. The way you the way you had to uh the way you had to kill it or the way you had to um yeah i'm not entirely sure about the way i mean i suppose if we have listeners out there that and in the a, way uh, you cut it and maybe that was it too you know the, how they somehow cut grains of meat and maybe we'll have a meat person call us and tell us how yeah but you know because i noticed on um oh what was i cutting up what was i looking googling maybe it was my hands my my county fair hams there's certain ways you cut them where you essentially cut across the grain so they never have any long stringy grains on it you know what i'm saying ah yeah, yeah. so now i now i was worried this morning at church when um i was asking her dad about it and he goes well i think it's lamb like <laughs> what do you mean you think it's lamb he goes I'm not quite sure he goes i'm not quite sure by the way it was cut he goes once i start cooking it i'll know like he didn't like he did they give him something besides lamb. He thought maybe there was a possibility. So well, what could you can I mean is it the uh, it does, is the meat different? He thought than, maybe it was a pork loin or something, you know, something that they misidentified or gave him the wrong thing. He just wasn't sure by the way the uh, the shape of the package the lamb meat came in that man they gave him the right stuff. <laughs> so so hopefully uh uh Hopefully he was. Well, I know uh, we've talked quick. about raccoons back when I was a coon hunter. That we would, you know, there was people that wanted to buy those raccoons, and we'd have to keep a foot on them, so people didn't know we were selling them a cat. But I would think <laughs> that you could know pretty soon, <laughs> right? You could tell the what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just back to the you to to the hiding the fact that it was a cat. <laughs> Well, you know, we used to joke, and I told my, you know, uh, my buddy of mine's dad used to, you know, his brothers and stuff were big coon hunters, and they would, you know, say, well, you, that's cats or whatever. And I just remember saying, hey, if they make a cat taste like this, I'll eat it every day. <laughs> and uh, they pressure cooked. It was like slow cooked in a pressure cooker kind of, you know. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, Have you ever had, I had a, a, a gentleman on my uh on my mail route, he is a fantastic cook, and I've I've told I've told him time and time again, old Rob Zaring. I said, listen, if you ever want to open up a food truck, you let me know. I'm your backer, because he can he cooks some really good stuff. I mean, he always is handing me, you know, like every couple of weeks, I'm come up to his house. Hey, he goes stop back, you know, I got something for you. 
and he'll have jerky or he makes great egg rolls. One day he gave me a, a this Tupperware container and he goes, take that home and eat it and let me know what you think. And I'm like, you going to tell me what it is? He goes, nah, he goes, I used to take it home and eat it. Here was squirrel. I'd never had squirrel. It was actually really good. My, my one daughter ate it, some of it and really liked it until she found out it was squirrel. And then she's like, eh, he, even though I liked it, I don't think I'll eat squirrel again. So, because um, she just, but he's, he's one of those guys, you know, his, his uh, kinfolk are from uh, down south, and they know how to cook up anything and make it taste good because they had to, you know. Didn't have a lot of money, and you just whatever you found in, out hunting that day, you had to bring right. home and cook, whether it was possum or coon or squirrel or That's rabbit. That's right, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that. Um, those days are pretty well gone anymore, ain't they? Those days are gone because. And then, which I think, which I think that is why. We started to say when we were offline about all the candy asses in the world, and you didn't want to do that. <laughs> I listen. I didn't want to. I, it's not that I didn't want to say that. It was the particular story that I had found and brought up about the gentleman in Kentucky who asked his bosses not to throw him a birthday party because birthday parties created anxiety in him, and he was diagnosed medically and clinically to have different. Um, anxiety disorders and severe ones, but for some reason, a birthday celebration reminded him of his parents' divorce, which caused him basically uh, paralyzing anxiety. Now, so he asked, is that because he he the, he they they got divorced I, at a at a on, party? On or I wonder what that was all about. I don't know, but isn't that that would be a great behind the scenes? I mean, for us, but maybe not for him. That maybe they were at the birthday party or. They were, they hadn't got a divorce yet. And maybe one of the parents showed up with one of their boyfriend, girlfriend, and you know, something, there had to be something that went on at that birthday party. I would think at some point in his life to trigger that, but. And then you what know, you said was he, they went ahead and had the party for him. And what happened? He, well, the, he, he sent an email asking his boss, please don't have a birthday party. Cause it, it was a company tradition. Everybody, you know that had a birthday, they, you know, threw a birthday for him, which leads me to another question is, was he okay at other people's birthday parties that the company threw it, but just not okay at his own birthday party. See what I'm saying? Like it was only his own birthday party that gave him anxiety or was it birthday parties in general? I don't know. Anyway, so they, so the message didn't get passed along. He shows up to work goes to his goes to the lunch break everybody's wishing him happy birthday there's big signs there's all such stuff he starts to have a meltdown grabs his lunch goes out and sits in his car and eats his lunch kind of calms himself down comes back into work but the next day then his boss calls him into the office to ask him about it and there's there's two sides to this story during this conversation, but basically not very long into the conversation, it turns into uh, he's having another anxiety attack discussing it. Now, he claims that his boss told him to stop being a girl and get over himself. Um, 
the boss claims that he just immediately at the mention of the word birthday party started having an attack closed turned red closed his eyes and clenched his fists you know well i think to him that was a way to calm himself down to them they felt threatened they took his security pass and his keys and had him escort out and fired him because they they claimed they felt threatened so fast forward to today or so do you think the they last... were just setting him up or do you think i have no idea but i have no idea but so the jury or the they found in his favor $450,000 and the this is what he's going to be awarded for damages and lost wages and the company is claiming this how wrong this is because is now you're setting a precedent that you cannot claim that you feel unsafe by an employee's actions unless there's an actual act of physical violence that's what their claim is is they acted correctly and within their rights because they felt threatened even though he didn't physically try to harm them or even uh you know didn't harm anybody or try that's their defense is which is why i said the world first of all i said he was a candy ass for being well, mad at a party maybe and then but, but maybe and then, and then, then his the, friends that were they were upset because he was clenching his fist that's the world we're in you know what i mean so both of them essentially in your book would be would be kind of like a little touchy a little wimpy about it you know? Yeah, I mean that's that's why the world has collapsed. That's why America is failing. That's why we're going down the road we're going down. Dare dare I keep saying it? Yeah, I mean, you know? I mean, and I struggled when we talked about this a little bit because I I can see where there is some uh emotional problems that people suffer from that make them unable to deal with certain things and uh but uh but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think getting awarded four hundred fifty thousand—I mean, I guess you can't put any price tag on anybody's. Well, first question I would think it's okay. Did they set him up like that just to fire him? I have no idea. That opens up a whole nother can of But for them to say that you know now they feel wronged because somebody has to—I mean, have you? I—I've never. I mean, I've had some confrontations, but I've never, uh, you know, had to really beat somebody down but none of those confrontations i ever was in did the per did i feel threatened would i have felt threatened if the person was clenching their fists and had their eyes closed because number one i thought well you're giving me an equal op a, a pretty good chance to just go ahead and pop you in the nose right now with your yeah, eyes that's closed. exactly right i'm glad you said that yeah right. <laughs> and number and number two if he if they have their eyes closed how are they going to swing and hit me you know what I'm saying? So well, I'm and, not and sure. Yes. And, you know, and I hate to bring this up because I think we touched on it before, but it's like this Chris Rock thing, right? Now, I, I'm going to tell you right now, and, and I'm going to I'm gonna skirt. Well, I'm not even going to say it the way I was going to say it. I'm going to repackage it, okay? Most of the grown men I've been around, because what's Chris Rock, 45 years old? Oh, at least. At least. Okay. Almost everybody in my space is 45 years old. When a dude walks up to him like that, I mean, approaches him with speed, with purpose from 40 feet or whatever, they're getting set, right? Whether you're retreating, 
Whether you're, you know what I mean? You ain't going to stand there and let some dude just smack you upside the head. Well, but they're, they're in, there's the other thing is Chris Rock suffered from, suffers from something that he does not recognize that sort of aggression as being dangerous. That's because you... he's pampered. <laughs> Had he grew up in an environment or worked in an environment the last 10 or 15 or 20 years where you get smacked upside the head, that only happens. You know, I bet you right now, if the next dude, you put him in the same circumstance next year and it, not even take Will Smith out of it, but somebody else, you know what I mean? Who's the kindest, sweetest, gentlest person? And you, I'm telling you what, next year when he stand up at a podium and Taylor Swift wa- approaches him like that, he'll get out of the way. <laughs> of course, he might already be, you know what I mean? Maybe if it was the girl approaching Marquette, like maybe he would have been uh, uh, flinchy already. I seen old Cuba, Cuba Jr. went down this week, didn't he? Well, no, I don't know what, what he did. Well, they found him guilty of a whole bunch of sexual assault stuff. Oh, did they? I didn't even know that. Yeah. But but back to this guy in the office. Now, and I, I'm not going to throw shade at people that work in this kind of office environment, but this was like a office that um, called gravity diagnostics. So they were reporting on, um, I can't bring the article up right now, but they were, um, you know, they just, it, it was almost like a medical facility. Okay. Like medical, I don't want to say billing, but they reported, uh, you know, reported, they ran diagnostics on blood or so, something like that. And then mm-hmm. reported. Listen, let's be honest. There's not a lot of MMA guys, a lot of former, like Chris Hans not getting a job at this place. Uh, there's, you know, guys out of the NFL aren't getting a job at gravity di- diagnostics. How scary could a guy sitting behind a computer, uh, looking at test tubes all day really be? I mean, I'm just saying. Apparently scary enough, right? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the guy running the company is not, you know. But, but yeah, I just, I think it's, um, I think it's a lot of money to get, uh, to get awarded. Um, I mean, I think both of them are, it's a little bit wrong on both parts. Although, I mean, he shouldn't have lost his job because I mean, he asked them not to throw the party. Now, whether he didn't want to throw the party cause he just, you know, was a jerk and didn't like birthdays or something. It doesn't matter if you don't want it, then I guess, you know. You should probably. Yeah, hey, it's my party. I'll cry if I want to. Right. Right. You know? Was that was that Leslie Gore? Is that who you sung at? I don't know. I think it was Leslie Gore. Patsy. It wasn't Patsy Klein. There's somebody oh, from I that. I think. I mean, should I look it up? I'll look it up. I don't. Are you gonna look it up good? I'm looking it up. Yeah. Because well, know. I, but you know, but I'm constantly judging people. Right. You're right, Leslie Gore. How'd you know that off the top of your head? Because I just know a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's a shame you couldn't harness that for good, for positive. Um, <laughs> sorry, um, sorry, yeah. I, sorry. <laughs> it's like this is you know, but I'm usually judging people, right? Every person I look at, even simply taking my money at the grocery store. Or there's a Dollar General that I stop by between here and where I work most of the time, and I stop and buy Pepsi's or whatever I want to buy there. And 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 I've almost judged every single person that works in there, whether I'm wrong about them being, you know, down on their luck, chain smokers, and not only chain smoker, but three-time divorcee or trailer park uh, 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 
evicted person. I mean, I, I, I cast judgment. Same way with dudes. You know, I'm walking through the store and I see a dude or at the gas pumps or whatever. I size every single person up, right? And it says, hey, that guy's tough. That guy's not tough. That guy, you know what I mean, might steal from me. That guy, you but know. But that's part. Isn't that part? Isn't that part of your? Isn't that uh, part of your being a career uh, law enforcement? Person? No, because I did that when I was a kid too. You didn't do that when you was a kid. No, I didn't. We we lived so far out in the middle of nowhere. But you went to town every once in a while, but even didn't yeah, you but... sized up everybody you went to high school with, right? No, I didn't size up anybody. You didn't I size didn't... up everybody you were in high school with, and all the teachers and. No, I didn't. Need... No, I didn't. I didn't worry about that stuff. So, uh, which leads me to where I was going to tell you, which I was telling you earlier. I started to tell you. I said, "Ron, I'm tell you." You know, I've had this. I've had a I've had a phone dilemma the last couple of weeks, right? Yes, yes, phone. Yeah, I've had a phone dilemma. So I hate to bring up my dead brother, but like I said, the funeral home guy says it's going to take a year, so get used to it. So I had my dead brother's iPhone and iPad here in my office, and my son's birthday was about three weeks after he passed, something like that. And and he won a new phone because he had an old iPhone 6. And my deceased brother had the Mac Daddy X Plus. I, it, had, it had a real nice phone, right? X Max Plus. I, I don't know what he had, but it was, you know, it was nice. So I told my wife, I said, you know what? I ain't going to buy my 11-year-old $1,000 phone. 13-year-old, however old he is. I'll just wipe Jamie's out. That's my dead brother. We'll put a new cover on it. I'll give it to him. Right? That sounds terrible to me. No. That sounds no. terrible to me. So No. No, it doesn't sound terrible. So so it sounds terrible if you just left it the way it was and let all those girls that were still pining for your brother to be contacting well, I'm your gonna son. Tell you something. Yes. So <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. I just had to reply to one yesterday. So, still? Still? still she had she had two things she told me my brother my little brother said that he would save for her and oh, they were still looking for stuff oh boy she'd been working out of town i said i'm sure my brother kept it for you she said well he hadn't answered the last two times i texted so so i come down to my anyway what i did was i backed the phone up because i got his apple id and stuff i backed it up Wiped it out, repackaged it up, give it to my kid. Okay, he was happy as hell, right? Face ID yeah. and all this fun stuff. Well, lo and behold, long lost girlfriend is calling me, texting me, who happens to be the beneficiary of his of his insurance and retirement too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she says, "Oh, by the way, I asked you at the funeral if I could have his phone, and you told me I could." okay the first thing i had to do is get up and it's like a month ago first thing i had to do is get up run up to drive up to into my driveway where the blue trash can is and go through it and take go through my trash bags one by one and take the the gay looking purple phone case that my brother had on his phone dead brother had on his phone because she apparently gave him that too that's why he ended up with a queer looking phone case so did get out of the trash and at least have it 
sitting here in case I have to, you know what I mean? So a month goes by and I don't hear from her. And then all of a sudden she texts me and says, I'm going to be in town on Saturday. Is there any way I can reach it get to that, get to that phone, uh, get that phone. And you should have said, sorry, I gave, I already gave it to my son. And what she originally, what she said was I gave it to him in the first place, which I don't know if she did or she didn't. Why would you give somebody that wasn't your kid? This is what I think she was doing. She is one of these people. She's super educated and super smart, which means she makes poor decisions. And uh, she's one of these people that pay that extra five dollars a month, and every time a new phone gets out, she gets she gets she automatically anyway. She instead of trading in her last one, you know, she's got like a thirteen. She had this 10X or whatever, and then when the 12 come out or whatever, she she swapped it and give my brother this thing. Is what I, she led me to believe, right? Because he was too cheap to buy a new phone. I gotcha. He would use a flip phone. Apparently, he was using a flip phone when she gave him the, the, the thing. So, whatever. So, all week, I was racked on, my God, how am I going to do this? Am I going to, because I don't want to go down to AT&T and add a line. They'll give me a new phone. You know how that racket is, though, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a scam. So I'm on Craigslist trying to buy a phone. I'm, I'm on Facebook Marketplace looking for the exact phone. So this case that I bought my kid, this $50 OtterBox case will fit on there. And I'm walking through Sam's Club on thursday and you know when you walk into sam's you go to costco but i'm sure they got the same thing oh yeah yeah there's a direct tv at excuse me direct tv at&t booth sitting there where they say hey can i what phone service do you have what whatever you have right so yeah yeah there's a light looks like a new trainer he wasn't really young but you know like the guy in his mid to late 20s being trained by this assertive in charge 28 year old female right okay and i'm just i'm sizing this up because i told you i'm a sizer so as i'm walking through there i can just tell she's she's giving this dude the pitch this is how we're going to do it this is how we're going to close it this is our you know and she sees me and and i had just left uh uh my part-time job where i'm wearing a suit Right. I'm so I'm wearing black suit, purple shirt with a with a fancy tie on. And I look like I got money or at least credit. And <laughs> she said, sir, can I ask you what? What phone service you have? And I say, AT&T. So then I thought this is divine intervention. She is meant to pop into my life to give me this phone to get my. So this is what I thought. Well, I'll just get my kid a phone. I'll give him piss on it. I'll get my kid a phone, take that one back, and give it back to this gal. So she says, what phone do you have? And I said, eight. And she goes, "Are you? let me check, see if you're eligible for an upgrade. I said, I am. She goes, how do you know? And I said, I checked. I'm up. All my lines are checked. Your phone's paid off? I said, yes, my phone's paid off. I said, but I don't need a phone. I need a phone for my kid. Okay, what's he got? I said, uh, iPhone X, Max, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So she's, she's almost got me hooked as we're going through this. Are you sure it's paid off? And I said, I guarantee it's paid off, lady. I know what I'm talking about. Because she's, she's, 
she's going through the AT&T checklist to ask the customers, because I guess most customers don't know what they're talking about, right? And she's got this punk looking over her shoulder, learning the tricks of the trade of this woman. So then she said, she's going through the spiel, and she said, and all she got to do, she said, you get your phone. And I said, if I get the new phone, my kid's phone's going to quit in the middle of school, and I won't know what time to pick them up from practice or whatever. And she said, no, they'll send it in the mail. It won't kill his old phone until he turns on the new phone. And I said, okay, what's the delivery time on it? And I said, we're in the middle of this delivery. And she said, and all you got to do is box up his phone. And I said, oh, I can't give you that phone. She goes, well, you told me it was paid for. And I said, I did, but it's a family heirloom. <laughs> and she goes, a phone is a family heirloom. And the way she said it. Kind of, first kind of graded you the wrong way. Well, it didn't really grate me the wrong way. It made me realize how stupid this is because yes and no. And and I and I said, you know, that's okay. Don't worry about it. I don't really need the phone. And she goes, No, explain to me this is gonna save you X amount of three hundred dollars or whatever the trade in value of the phone was. I think three hundred bucks. And I said, It's not about the money, it's about the phone. And she said, Well, you're getting a new phone. I said, No, I need his I need the old one. And she goes, well, I guess if you really wanted it, but who wants an old phone? And I looked her right in the eyes and I said, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but you don't have the bandwidth to understand the story about the phone. <laughs> and when I said bandwidth, I did she look like Chris Rock at the end of Will Smith's hand. <laughs> like she couldn't even she couldn't even she couldn't even process it. And I turned around and I said, I knew it. I knew it. You just don't understand, lady. You just don't understand. <laughs> Tragedy hasn't struck your space yet. <laughs> uh, so, how did it work out? <laughs> so, I packaged this phone up. I tell my kid, I said, hey, dude, this is the deal. You're going to have to take your old phone back. And he got kind of snotty with me because he's a punk. And I said, hey, you know what? I didn't even have a cell phone until I was 22 years old. So you can have your old six back because I got to give that back. Why does she want an old phone? I said, well, why do you want an old phone? Well, because it's nicer than the phone, you know what I mean? So that went on and on and on and on. So I ended up rebuilding his phone, his 6S Plus, and, and, you know, rebuilding my dead brother's phone exactly like it was. And, and meeting the ex-girlfriend up here at the Lions Club at a baby shower yesterday where she says, are you mad at me? And I said, no, why would I be mad at you? Well, cause, because I'm the beneficiary. And I said, no, why do I care? But I was holding my tongue a little bit, you know, because I did care to a little bit. She goes, well, do I owe you something for the phone? I said, no, it's only a phone. Don't worry about it. Who cares? It ain't worth nothing to me. And I also, she wanted her air nail. So she, there was an air nailer. She had... My brother had worked on some trim for her, not that kind of trim, the trim that takes air nails. And he had one of those little, it comes with a little pancake compressor and, and a two nail guns. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking Yeah. Okay. So. So. All but that was apparently hers, and my brother brought it to use on his trim. So then she wanted that. And that's what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was telling my other brother this the whole time. He's like, "Tell her to buy her own freaking nails with the goddamn retirement and the, and the death benefits she just got." 
Tore my own bone. Uh, you know, I'm starting to. I'm. I like your other brother better and better all the time. Well, I mean, we were just. <laughs> the sad part is, we were just going to buy some. If we could have got the exact same 10x plus or 10x max, or whatever, off Craigslist. We were going to buy it, and we could put it in that thing and build it up as a phone, and she wouldn't have never known it wasn't his real phone. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But how do you know she wouldn't have known? Maybe Who there was knows? A... I know that we're having a big party for him this weekend, and she said she can't make it. She's got a scheduling conflict. Okay. You know what? I'm I am I'm putting my foot down right now. But she didn't this. tell me that until she got the phone. Yeah, exactly. She got his retirement, his death. <laughs> And his phone and a air nailer, and now she can't. Now she's not interested in coming to the party to uh-huh. celebrate his life. Okay, don't give her anything else. Next time, next time she asks for something, set, patch it through to me. I'll take care of it for you. Yeah, that's right. Because, what do you think of all of that? <laughs> well, that's why I never bothered sizing anybody up. Were you let down? No, I just never sized anybody up because I walked into place and I figured they better be sizing me up. I don't need to size them up. Well, I tell you, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with that. Where are we going with that? I don't know, but I think we got there. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, maybe, you know. Uh, yeah, we're going to try to get it, huh? I think we got there. That's what I we're going to try to uh, get one of the mini fans on here in the next week or two. And uh, maybe somebody from overseas. I don't know. Maybe somebody from England. I don't know. We're going to reach out to them. Tell them, hey, they want to they wanna come on. They can come on, right? Yeah. And, I'd, hey, I'd like to talk to somebody who knows about um, butchering meat. How about that? Yeah. Well, you I'd, got I'd, some meat butchers? I think. I don't know. Maybe we do. Maybe if we got a listener who... Who knows about how to butcher meat? They probably got some good stories about hey, I that. Got some, I got some cousins about to put about to put a two hundred pound hog on a on the on a spit this weekend for my dead brother's celebration. <laughs> They're gonna do whole hogs, so maybe I'll have some pictures and you can post them on whatever you post. Right. I don't know how all that works. You're the producer. I'm the producer now. <laughs> By the way, I, t- <laughs> I, t- I talked. Hey. I talked to the super producer and, uh, um, you know, he's, he's doing pretty good. So is he I mean, making it, he's not he's, back to work though. though. Yeah, he's not he's, back to work, but he's, he's making it though. He's, uh, he's getting better. He was, uh, he was doing some behind the scenes stuff this weekend because we might, uh, might have some changes coming to the podcast here in a little bit. So he was, uh, he was working on some stuff. Well, don't just change it, improve it. Okay. Just change does not equal improvement. Well, it's, it's, it's change for the sake of helping us improve. You know, there you go, we, we might have to, we, we might have to go. We, we're probably going to head to, uh, uh, to having some uh, commercials on our podcast, uh, much to the chagrin of maybe some of our listeners, but, um, you know, it, uh, we could use the, uh, we could use the income to help produce the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> get, yeah. Get, well, but, hey, you know, <laughs> But, uh, but that's neither here nor there. So, so, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. So, Hey, t- just, um, I tell you, like I said, if that, uh, if that lady calls and wants something else, patch her through to me, I'll be glad to talk to her. Well, I will. I just, uh, yeah, just that's the way it goes. Uh-huh. Just say no. 
That's all you get. That's all I got to say, huh? Okay. I'll remember that. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.